let's crack open a beer and share some thoughts. Welcome to Opinions, and this is not the show that we intended to record tonight. Definitely it? not. It's about 24 hours late as well for the recording. Yeah, um, as people may have seen on, on, on Twitter, we didn't do our normal recording <laughs> on, no. on, on a Monday evening because uh, Martin, the master of uh, travel, uh, managed to stop all the trains from running last for, night. For, for everyone out of Liverpool Street, for, pretty for much. While, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I came out of a meeting late, saw message, a number of messages on my phone, and all telling me about the trains, looked at the trains... Cancel, cancel, delay. Cancel, cancel. We wouldn't have been restarted recording to about half nine, would we? No. And I don't think either of us would have been in the frame of mind no. for it by then. So, so carry on drinking until about midnight then as well. <laughs> yeah. But luckily, um, we're here tonight ahead of what is our fifth birthday bottle share. So we're actually recording at the Owl House in Chelmsford. Yes. Which... Literally an hour before we're about to start our birthday bottle share, which is generally a bit of a crazy evening anyway yeah because we as a thank you to the owl house we do tend to uh buy the beers from them because they let us very kindly for 11 months a year come in and let us just bring our own beers although we buy beers before and after but this is our way of saying thank you to them so we will be spending a decent bit of money in the fridges Absolutely. and i did find out that the prices are going up tomorrow so it's a good night oh great timing great timing <laughs> that's what tells you tonight um and obviously just a bit of a, a i suppose a bit of a disclaimer then that we are recording live in a in a pub so there is going to be a bit of background noise because there are other paying customers in here and it's under the viaduct yes and so there will be trains uh, occasionally as well and obviously it is peak time so those trains are going to be fairly frequent well it's peak time tonight if we've been recording here last night, we'd fuck all noise. <laughs> um, so before we get into things, we've both got beer and glass. And again, this is kind of a little bit unique for us because... We're drinking pints of cask. We're never able to, to drink pints of cask beer while we're recording the show. Unless, Very rare. unless we're on location. Yeah. So, so we've both got fantastic looking pints in glass, I must say. Um, what are you on, mate? I've got the Five Points Fuggles Best. Okay, I tried that at the weekend. And I've had that a few times now. And I have to admit, I've loved it every single time yeah um I, i've yet to have it at the pembury tavern so i've had it in a few other places but places which i i respect and and expect the good service on the cask but the um this is just tasting fantastic and it's probably changed some of my thoughts about fuggles if i'm being honest i thought that actually i i found it really quite malty but in, in kind of a sweet way there is a sweetness to it isn't there the earthiness was there but all round it was really well balanced yes really well balanced it's, it's not got the hedgerow twigginess yeah but, and it's it's quite a golden brown as well rather than a, a dark brown so I just find it superbly drinkable well balanced and obviously you know everyone knows that five points are really going big on their cast this year anyway and uh, you know I'm enjoying this one right now. It looks like it. Uh, what did you come for? You went sank a bit more local, didn't you? I, I did, yeah. I, I had a quick look when I came in, and there's beer on from the Chelmsford Brewing Company, who obviously very local to the Owl House here. This is called, I think it's called Poco Loco. Yeah. And it's a, it's a red owl, which... Um, there was a little bit of chatter on Twitter yesterday about red owl. Yeah. Was it on Doreen's Let be, Let's Be a Positive? It was, yeah. That was this week's theme, when, when have you had a good one? Yeah. Uh, and I think, I think one that came out head and shoulders above... Well, not head and shoulders, but one that was... 
one that was mentioned quite a lot was uh, the one that we tried at Marble Arch at Christmas, Marbles Rufus. Oh yeah, I'm not which surprised. Was an absolutely delicious beer. But and I suppose bits. another one would have been the Hook Island Red from Five Points yes. as well. Yeah, there there are a few, aren't there? I think yeah. there are a few shouts um, for uh, the one that Magic Rock used to do, Rapture. Oh yeah, as, as well. Yeah, that's um, quite, maybe doesn't quite fit into their core cool range anymore. No, I wouldn't thought so. Um, but this is absolutely delicious. I've had a few gulps of it, and I've just got to say, it's obviously not going to work on the visual medium, but look at the lacing on that There glass. is some lovely lacing, <laughs> so I'm sure men behaving badly would be going wild at the moment if they yeah. could see this. Um, but no, it's uh, it's thick. There's lots of caramel notes in there. Uh, a little tiny hint of spice on the finish, but it's a very sweet finish again. And it just works really, really well. It's about 4.3%. I can definitely see myself having another one of that's these. A, that's a sessionable beer, isn't it? Easily, without a doubt, yeah. Well, that's a good start to proceedings, I think. You know, might as well take advantage of the of the well-poured cask and well-stored cask while yeah. you're here. Yeah, why not? So, as we mentioned, uh, it's not the show we intended to do, so it's going to be a little bit different to, tonight because we, um, we we wanted to, rather than not put a show out, we wanted to put something out yep. this week. So, um, we're just going to jump in to some of our beer adventures. We're going to look at some news. We're going to take some listener feedback from the last few shows. Uh, if we've got time, we're going to do some questions, but then we're going to have a bit of a look forward yep. as to what we've got coming up in the first few months of this year so there's going to be no opinions tonight which we're really really sorry about because we know we've had a couple of really good polls recently and there's been so much input to those polls um, and I just don't want anyone to feel as though their, their input, input wasn't well received because it absolutely was. No it was definitely well received so I mean and just so, so it's the polls regarding the alcohol free beer festival and lactose and beer and we had over 800 votes for the alcohol free beer festival and over 500 votes for the lactose and beer Sorry we haven't got time on this occasion to go through the comments, but thank you to everyone who voted, and especially thank you to everyone who gave us their comments. Yeah, absolutely. Especially we'll, early on in the year as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep those ones, and hopefully we'll get an opportunity to revisit them uh, at some point. A well, bit I don't think either subject matter is quite going to go away in 2020 anyway. No, I don't think so. I, so I think both big hopefully there's an opportunity there for those comments to still be used. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, let's. Uh, this is our first show since Opinions 100. Um, which was quite a landmark for quite for a landmark for lots of reasons we, we drank a lot of strong beer of an afternoon we, we did in, indeed and then um, and then I went home you did Steve I, uh, what did you do I didn't I stayed in Colchester and um, went out for a bite to eat with uh, Rich and Caroline uh, but then they they kind of uh, retired and left Emma and I and we quite, weren't quite ready to, to head home. So we went to a place called Queen Street Brewhouse, which is well known in uh, Colchester for being uh, a fine place to find some Belgian beers. True, uh, very much that brown cafe look to it. We went there for Sean. Number one fan's birthday drinks, didn't we, we at the we start did. of the year? Yeah, we did. Um, um, and I think that's where the wheels started to come off on that occasion. Yes, uh, and once again they came off. Uh, yeah. And I mean, a lot of our listeners are going to be quite surprised to hear that I willingly went to, to a place that specialises in Belgian beer. Um, but the, the thing is, Emma really likes Belgian beers, and kind of I'd been recording all afternoon anyway, so I was happy to balance it out. Yeah. And I do enjoy the darker Belgian beers, so I, I do enjoy a. a, a a double, a triple, a quad, and there's only one. Pro- there's only one downside I can see to enjoying those beers after having yeah. having sunk a decent pour of eight of the Fuller's Vintage. In, indeed. Uh, so what we what what any any standouts? 
There was one absolute standout. I had a few quads. It's got to be fair to say that uh, they have a really, really um, well curated bottle list there, and it's it's kind of almost presented the way you would get it in Belgium as well. They tried. They generally, yeah, their menu, and they generally have the good glassware as yeah, well. Yeah, they've got all the matching glassware. So, so um, I was having a good look through uh, the list, and I found uh, a beer by Troubadour uh, called West Coast. Um, which straight away, obviously ticking boxes there, so I'm thinking, oh, hang on. Um, but it was an Imperial Black IPA, 8.5%, absolutely stunning. Did it you was, just have one? I just had the one of those. Oh, I'm yeah. impressed actually. Yeah, because I was playing um, I was playing Untapped Bingo as well, because they've got one of those screens yeah, where you, wanted you get to your name you wanted along the whole the screen, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, so I had to have five beers to get my name along. I had to have five beers. Needless to say, I woke up the day after her Pinions 100, feeling a little bit worse for wear. <laughs> it's, it, it's gotta be said. Brilliant. But yeah. I mean, it's a nice place, it is a nice place to visit. And to be, to be fair, actually, the, the reason to go there for me now is the Belgian beers. It's definitely the Belgian beers is worth going there for because we had a really good time. I, I love the way they do do the bottles, matching the glasses. Good range, you're about a hundred different bit bottles. Easily, yeah. E- easily a hundred different yeah. bottles, and they've got all the glassware for them as well. They do have some beers on a uh, tap. They do. They had a couple of what you'd call craft beers on. So they had one. Um, they had an American craft beer on. Um, I can't remember who it was by now. It didn't, the name escapes me. But um, that was tasting, and again, West Coast style. That was what I had when I first got in there, and it was exactly what I needed after the Fuller's Vintage and dinner. Yeah. Was, was a West Coast Brilliant. beer. Brilliant. But then I fully intended to jump into the Belgian beers. Emma was in her element. She was absolutely, oh, I want this, 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 and this. It was, yeah, it was, she was, it was a lovely She's a bit of a, bit of a kid in a sweet shop when she gets into that particular place. Oh, with, with the Belgian beers, absolutely, yeah. Oh, cool. I mean, that's a good, that's a good way to end our Opinions 100 day, though. Yes, yeah, so I, I wasn't quite ready to finish when we, we finished yeah. that recording, it has to be said. Um, I've got a couple of other things that I've been up to. Shall I jump into those? While well, I'm one of your, your one of your other ones leads into my one anyway, or it, our one. So it, it does, yeah. So um, I won't spoil that, but um, a week before this recording, we had a meeting, which we'll come on to. Work meeting. A work meeting, yeah. um, and it was in South London. And I don't really get to South London that often uh, these days. And it happened to be on a night where. Uh, a certain tap room that I've been looking to visit opens um, so I kind of made a bit of a detour en route to our meeting and I went to the Colonel tap room uh, Arch 7 um, down on Bermondsey and I've got to say I was absolutely blown away by the space um, I've heard people talk about it and obviously a lot of people are recommending it but it is just in terms of a beer space they have absolutely nailed it in terms of it's minimalist lots of seating feels like there's lots of space in there very airy there's a very small mezzanine level um, you get to the bar all of the taps are hidden behind the bar so you can't even see the, the taps and obviously everything's on a menu as as well um, and I I was like again the proverbial kid in the sweet <laughs> shop um, you, you know it's no secret that neither of us uh, dislike the Colonel no, far from we, it. we are both massive fans um, yeah so I spent a couple of hours in there um, had a few beers, uh, a few of their pals, a couple of IPAs, and then I discovered they still had their India Parallel Black on, 
which for me is one of the original black IPAs. I couldn't disagree is, with that. Is, is the Colonel, and it was I think it was it was Simcoe, Citra, and, and a third hop in, in it as they te generally tend yeah. to be for the Colonel. But um, mate, early doors. I've I've gone for an early beer of the year contender. Oh, I saw with, that. With, with how good there quite early, didn't that, that beer was. It was incredible. Um, yeah, I just really think this year is going to be the year of the black IPA. If if Colonel are leading that charge, um, but also um, the, uh, the the GM of, of the of the tap room, Moritz, um, listener of the show, uh, realised I was in there came from home on his day off on his bike to, to come and say hi and then let me have a little look around behind the brewery of the Colonel itself. That's cool. Which I've never done before. Obviously we've all drunk in, I say we've all drunk, some of us have drunk in the original Colonel Arch where their brewery is based but got to go and have a look and to, to think that the size of the kit that they've got, they've got about six or seven FVs and one mash ton and every Kernel beer goes through that single match time. To stand next to it and almost caress it was, <laughs> was, was a real moment. But then you kind of go through this network of tunnels. So he took me down um, a, a tunnel into the next arch and there were, there were some more FVs and there was a further at, at the back where they do some of their further aged beers. And then I went through another tunnel and we were in the barrel store. It must have been easily 24 barrels, 24, 30 barrels in there where they've got beer aging. Um, and then took me through a door and we came into the back of the tap room. And I had no idea these two arches were connected. So the old tap room? No, the new tap room. So you went, so the brewery, the, all of the brewery is in the old is in, space? Well, the majority of it is. And then they've got some rear space of the arches between the brewery yeah. and the tap room Which they, they don't have the front of those but arches, they're at the back so they've got them the connected so it's all connected it's a bit of a horseshoe yeah yeah it was absolutely fantastic it's a massive shout out to Moritz for, for showing me around that um, that probably got me on my way for our little meeting that we had yes <laughs> Uh, and the meeting we referred to took place in a pub which I certainly hadn't been to before and I don't think you've been to um, it's effectively the Harvey's Tap House uh, the Royal Oak in Borough yeah and I've got no reason why I haven't been there. I think it's just because it's that little bit further than Borough Market or London Bridge, that kind of thing. Beautiful pub and proper corner street pub, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you go in and because it's winter, go in, the windows are a bit steamed up as well. So it was rather warm when you get in there despite how cold it was outside. And uh, we were in there because we were having a, a meeting with um, Josh uh, Smith, who now works at Budvar to talk about our upcoming trip to uh, Czechia. Yes. Where we are going to go to Budovitz and go to the Budvar Brewery. We're, yeah, which we're very excited about. Oh, bloody excited about that. We're going to go to the cellars. We're going to go to the cellars. Steve may never come out because he might go for a wander. So the next opinions you hear <laughs> may well just be me. <laughs> And, and there may be an option of recording in the cellars. I, I think there might be some echo issues. Yeah, but um, we may, even if we only record a little bit, it'd be quite nice just to get a segment from just, the cellars. Just for the atmosphere. Because, it, yeah. you know, because we've also got a couple of the guys from, from Budva, Josh has managed to get on the one time we're there quite two or three key people for us. Yeah, we've got their head brewer, yeah. um, their head sommelier, yeah. and I think we've got somebody from their, is it from their quality assurance I department think it, as yeah. well? 
And so that's going to be quite exciting. And obviously Josh himself as well, who's, who's been with yes. Goodbye for every year now as well. Who listeners will remember from the Goose Island, Island shows yeah. that, that we did early on in, in the opinion. So, you know, first of all, thank you very much in advance to Goodbye for, for the invite for going over oh, there. Oh, massively so, yeah. Really looking forward to it. And hopefully uh, we'll get some really good content from that as well. And uh, that will come out at a future date. Yes. Once we've put it all together. Yeah, because it's it's going to be a different show for us. We're, we're not We're not... What we like to try and do is, is is try and if we're going to record a show, we try and record a show in its normal format. Yeah. But I just don't think that's going to work for the content that we're going to get while we're there. Yeah. So I think what we're going to do is going to get a load of content. We're going to see what we've got, and then you and I are essentially going to sit and stitch the whole thing together with a series of segues between various interviews and discussions. Yeah, but similar to what we did the first time we went to Guinness. Yes. I yeah, imagine absolutely. that's how I've got it in my, in my yeah. head. How we'll end up doing it. Either way. We are both very excited. We are. We are very, very excited. I'm um, going to drink a lot of Budvar yeah. on that trip. Apparently, we're getting to also try the fresh, hot Imperial Budvar. Yeah, which comes well. out around about the 7.5%. Yeah. Um, they always make a bit of a big thing of that. I remember going to a tasting either last year or the year before, just because it happened to be minutes walk away from work. Yeah, and we're going to get to try that fresh. Yes, looking forward to that bit as well. Yeah. Um, hence the reason why Steve may never come out of cellar. But... The bonus, on top of the bonus, was that we were in a Harvey's pub. We were. All the Harvey's casks. Yeah. And I don't get that much access to Harvey's casks. So, I did. I tried all the casks. You made sure you ticked every box. Yeah, you? pint by pint by pint. Uh, you, because I think you suffered a bit by going to the Colonel first. <laughs> Just a little, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I definitely, I, and the, all of the cask was tasting a in fantastic condition. Agree. And, and oh, sorry, was in fantastic condition, but also tasted really good. And I will be revisiting that pub again. I think at some point in, in the near future, when me and Michelle next go up to London, she's a bit of a South South London girl anyway. We will go to the Harvey's pub. The food, the food was quite nice. We had um, some nice food while we were there as well. And got to meet Josh's partner, Alice, and their seven-month-old pup, Mickey. Who was a very, very well-behaved dog, I have yes. to say. Yes, yeah, he very well-behaved. incredibly well-behaved. Yeah. There wasn't a noise from him all night. No, 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 really well-behaved. And it was. Uh, and uh, I think Alice is also joining us on the trip as well. I believe she is, yeah. I don't yeah. believe Mickey is, but Alice definitely is. So, yeah, yeah we're looking forward to this. Should yes, be good. very much so. And so. love the Harvey's Pub, which apparently um, Simon and Vicky from Beers Without Frontiers had frequented a little bit earlier Just in the day. Just a few hours before us, So yeah. we could have bumped into them again. Yeah. And on another of their hoppy excursions. <laughs> We're going to stalk their hoppy excursions for the rest of 2020. In, indeed, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll be all over it. Everywhere they go, we're going to be there. Um, anything else, mate, that, that, that you've done? That was a real highlight for me, Harvey's. Okay. I've just got one more quick mention. Um, had a day out uh, in Chelmsford this past weekend. Um, obviously hit up here, the Owl House. Had, had a pint here to start off. Uh, and wanted to try a few places that I haven't yet got to. Um, so headed down to Hopsters, which is uh, a bottle shop. Um, they also uh, have one in Ipswich as, as well. So there's currently two of them. I think they're looking to expand to a third site as, as, as well. Um, really tiny little space, but all their beers refrigerated. 
um, all of the latest beers and, and offerings as, as well, plus a few local offerings. I think that's from, progressed for them, because I don't think they started off refrigerated, did No, they? no, it was all shelves looking at yeah. looking at old pictures. Um, but they've got a few bottled beers as well from the likes of Malden and Billericay and Brentwood, which are Nothing obviously local that. staples yeah. for, for Essex. But spent a few hours in there, quite nice, drinking through a few of the beers. Had a, had a chat to the guy that runs the place, Ollie. Um, We've met him a few times, haven't we? He's come to the bottle shed. Yeah, he was he was great. He was he was fantastic. You know, he was kind of he got a feel for what we wanted, and you know that sort of thing. That's the sort of service you want when you're in yeah. a bottle shop. Um, but he did point out, and I will just just quickly mention this as well. One beer that I hadn't hadn't actually seen, which I did say on Twitter at the time, was quite unusual for this brewery. There was a, a new beer from Cloudwater in there. Now Cloudwater are normally very very good at announcing their new beers yes. on social media. This was a barley wine. Now, I haven't seen Cloudwater make any mention of the barley wine on, on social media. Well, I certainly haven't noticed it. Yeah, it was in a can. Um, I think it's called IB Who. Um, English-style barley wine. Um, and I think if I remember the blurb on the back correctly, um, very much styled on um, some beers that J.W. Lees have produced. And I think it also used some of the original J.W. Lees yeast in it again. Yeah, well, that's not the first time. No, so obviously I had to have a can. Um, took that home me Saturday evening and opened it. And for the second time in three or four days, I've got a second beer of the year contender already. Wow. The Cloudwater Barley Wine is absolutely stunning tell you what you should do make a note of these now so you don't have to do that whole spreadsheet nonsense at I'm, the end I'm of the year I'm, I'm, I'm going to I, I already am I'm, I'm, I'm putting B-O-T-Y in the untapped check-in so, so I'll be able to so share. what's the percentage of this barley wine 11% so and what was the best before date that it advised I, I to be honest I didn't look because I had no intention of aging okay. it but I imagine it would age so you mm-hmm. had it fit, fit less pretty, chip, pretty, pretty fresh, fresh yeah, yeah. out of the can 11% and you absolutely loved it Mm. It was absolutely stunning. It was it was thick. It was caramel. It was rich fruit cake. It was it was like a Fuller's vintage. It, it, that that's the only thing that I can instantly compare. Okay, well that would be your that'd be the starting point for our, us talking about it anyway. Yeah. Wouldn't it? So but I can understand that. If if it is the JW Lee's yeast that they've used used in it, that was absolutely playing its role. It was it was stunning. It was just. I, I well, just find this beer, people, and drink it's it. Played it's played its so it's played good. its role before in a Cloudwater beer. Yes, yeah. With the Freeze Company, that was Beer of the Year a few years back, and that that was a must have been a key component. So yeah. definitely, it sounds really good. I might have to try and get hold of that myself. I think you should. Okay, I think, I think you absolutely should. Well, we've uh, finished those pints rather quickly. We have finished them rather quickly, haven't we? <laughs> but you know, well well conditioned, well well stored, well delivered cast. It's, it's, it's always enjoyable drinking a pint of cast beer in the house. So you you, you quickly popped to the barn, Steve. What have you got us? Uh, you have got you requested the one that I just had, the Poco Loco. Yeah. From Chelsea Bruco. I myself, uh, probably inspired by your reminiscing of Thursday <laughs> night in the Royal Oak, I went for a Harvey's Old Owl. Oh, cool. Well, cheers. cheers. Thank you very much. Mm. That has got a lovely, sweet finish to that red there's ale, is not it? There's a real tang yeah. on the finish, isn't there? But it's not overtly on the start, though. No. A little bit of bitterness balanced. as well. Absolutely. No, again, lovely condition. You're right about the lacing. Yeah. Right about the nacing. Yeah. Excellent. Well, same, same on this. I mean, uh, this is delicious. I, I, I love the Harvey's Old Owl. Is that what you went for first last week, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, you went I straight in the Old Owl. it's possibly the only thing that might bring me back from the, from the all, Colonel. All, all the keg beer at the Colonel. <laughs> but it's just like rich fruitcake in a glass. It's absolutely delicious. Yeah, I mean, I did, like I said, enjoyed it last week. And, and what it has, it has a, this lasting little kind of dry, almost spicy bitterness on the finish But as well. it's 
that kind of dryness which you just want to then replenish yes keep keep going with keep it. going so yeah. you know well well designed beer i would say very very much so um so while we're enjoying these let's rattle through um some news um and actually there's some breaking news um sorry this is breaking news sorry this wasn't on the show notes i've just remembered i'm looking at my bit of paper um, and it doesn't say breaking on, news on the way here uh this afternoon there has been the announcement of the um champion winter beer of britain from the the, it's because it's the winter great oh yeah since today's the opening day isn't it yeah in, in Birmingham um, so Gold Place went to uh, Fixed Wheel Brewery Stout Silver okay. to Elland Brewery's 1872 Porter and Bronze to Hawkshead uh, Brodie's Prime Export that's quite so, cool so the winner is uh, for a Midlands Brewery isn't yeah. it Fixed Wheel is Coventry Way isn't yeah, it yeah how good is that oh brilliant uh, congratulations to all, all three of those breweries yeah I think I've tried a beer from all of them and I think I've had the Elland's beer as well yeah well, yeah that Ellen Porter is yeah. cracking oh well, breaking yeah. news indeed yeah so wouldn't have got that if we had recorded last night no no that usually happens <laughs> yeah something breaks on the Tuesday <laughs> um, so just diving back into the other news items that we did have lined up um, I don't think anybody that listens to the show will be surprised uh, or, or failed to see the news that sadly uh, we lost Summer Wine Brewery yep. recently um, a simple announcement on Twitter at half past two on the 16th of January it's with great sadness that we announced Summer Wine Brewery Limited including the Summer Wine Brewery Tap has ceased trading we'd like to thank our loyal staff and customers we've made great friends and great beers over 12 years thank you for the memories we'll cherish them for a long time very simple message didn't go into any detail it is very sad I mean I never personally got to the brewery or tap room no I didn't but I did as soon as that message came out I did look back at my previous Summer Wine Brewery check-ins and uh, by and large, um, I was definitely a fan of the beers I tried. I think Diablo was one of the uh, the original West Coast IPAs, was, wasn't it? It wasn't called a West Coast IPA back then, but one of the original American-style yeah. IPAs that was being produced in the UK. We, we saw it in cans for a bit. Absolutely stunning beer, but yeah, such a such a sad loss, really. And I just, I, I know, I know there was a, there was a lot of love on on, on social media for it, um, and I know that is perhaps small solace for Summer Wine Brewery themselves. But if there's any sort of resurrection from any of them, it'd be lovely to see at some point it, in the future. It, it, it would, and I know there's a lot of discussion about it, but. For my, my two pence worth, I do just wonder whether where they're based in the north, whether they've just suffered from some exceptionally strong competition. Of which there is plenty to choose from. Yeah. There is. It is quite possible. You, you just never know all the reasons, but um, I hope that everyone connected with the company has a secure future inside or outside of here. Yeah. Uh, next up is news of a quite interesting collaboration actually that, that came across our way so this is um dogfish head from the states who we, we know for producing well the 120 ipa but we both voted quite highly last year yeah um have collaborated with rodenback of, of all people which was a bit of a shock yeah um to produce um a canned sour owl again maybe another bit of a shock yep um so Give, this is given for the dogfish head the dogfish head beers I've seen have always been in bottles. Yeah. Road and back generally in bottles. I think I have seen their their original in cans, but them together in a can. Yeah. It's the first time Road and back have ever done a collaboration brew. 
wow. as, as, as well in their 200 year history they've never collaborated with another brewery and this is the first time they've done it um, beer's called Vibrant Peocean Vibrant Peocean I think what? it's probably Vibrant <laughs> Potion um, it's complex ruby coloured beer with tart dry flavours uh, to create the brew um, the brewers combined two unique base beers so one was developed by Rogenback um, the other by Dogfish Head uh, Rogenback's portion was a two year further aged sour from its legendary um, oak casks in Belgium, then made the 3,400 mile trip to Milton in Delaware, and there it was blended with Dogfish Heads portion, a kettle sour that was brewed with Pilsner malt, water, meat, malted wheat, um, elderberry, elderflower, sliced lemons, and Belgian fleur de sel. I mean, basically, you're too excited. You can't even read it properly. I know, I know. I, I just, I'm just not sure we're gonna see the beer in the UK. Uh, but if anyone does try it, please let us know what it's like because I would love to get the opportunity to try it. Failing that, I'd love to know what it's like. Yeah. Next up, staying with the States. Um, so this is a new story that was sent our way by Grandad Greg at Greg1954. Um, and this is uh, about a beer festival in Boston, which is essentially a blind beer festival. So when you go to the beer festival, you don't know what you're going to be drinking. So, so there's know. nothing listed on the taps? No. Basically, they've taken away all of the marketing and hype around all of the beers that are there. Um, I believe they've set them up so that they're in sections. So here are your IPAs, here are your stouts. But all of the brewery branding, names of beers, so ABV. style is your only hint? Style is your only hint. What, what do you think about that? Is that something you'd go for here? Is that something the UK market would go for? I would be curious. I mean, if I was in Boston and I saw that and I had the opportunity to get a ticket, I think I'd be curious because I would still generally, I would often attack styles first anyway at a beer festival. And beer festivals aren't often done by styles. No. Um, I would be interested to hear what if there's any feedback from it as well. I mean, it's not until... 6th of March that it kicks off and I think they're doing it I think they're doing it first as like an industry session before seeing whether it would work as a as a public session or, or, I, I, I don't see any reason why it couldn't work I mean obviously you and I might end up going there and say well whatever one of those IPAs and it comes out as thick juicy and murky and not very nice but I actually think it's I think it's got legs I'd like I'd like to see it here actually I'd like to see all the hype and FOMO taken away from from a beer festival so I think we've got to a point in the UK where a lot of the beer festivals are sold on the breweries and the beers that are going to be there yeah and also you probably won't get the same sort of cues because mm-hmm. you haven't got the hype but this is one of those ones although we've had this discussion before about all in tickets this would have to be an all in ticket oh absolutely yeah doesn't work unless it's an all-in ticket because you you want you you're going to have to try more than you normally you're would. You're not going to pay your money. You're not going to risk your money, are you? For I need to pay it up front, and then by the time I get there, I think I haven't paid for it. Yeah. And then I and then I can go, and then if I get one which I really don't like, I can chuck. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Anyway, thanks, Greg, for sending that through. Um, if you find out how it goes, let us know that as well. Yes, absolutely. I think I think that's that's fascinating. Um, next up, staying kind of a, a little bit global, but also looking back to the UK as well, is is the announcement that um, Lion, who now own Magic Rock and Four Pure, are going to be using those two breweries under the new bra- banner uh, under a new banner to expand its reach. 
from Australia into the UK and Europe. So basically it means um, what will happen is both breweries will start kind of distributing a few more beers on, on behalf of their owner, but there's also investment going into both breweries as a result of that. So Magic Rock will receive an expansion to the brewery um, and and for Pure, because they recently expanded, will get new core releases as, as a result of that. So the global craft arm will be called Little World Beverages and will cover breweries from other countries, including Australia's Little Creatures, New Zealand's Panhead and New Belgium Brewing from the United States. States. Oh, which was a fairly recent acquisition yeah. as well. I mean, I think we discussed it at the time that part of the part of the going for Magic Rock after going for Four Pure was to give yourself a presence in the north as well as the south. Yeah, as a potential distro, um, and that would appear to come to light. Both breweries are getting extra investment. They are already owned by Lion anyway, so expansion and investment was probably always going to be part of the plan. It makes sense for Lion to then use those premises to distribute their other yeah, beers and, and the distribution networks yeah it, yeah. it, it, it as a business it makes perfect sense it's not it's not a surprise at all no uh, it, I don't it, if I was standing up I wouldn't have fallen over yeah uh, and then finally on the news um, is the news of uh, Brew Gooders a global gathering campaign now Brew Gooder are the uh, brewery that brew uh, lager with clean water yeah um, and they reinvest all of their profits into charitable causes, bringing clean, fresh water to, um, I think I think it's like Third Nation, yeah, all, all over the world. Yeah. Um, so on the weekend of the 20th to the 22nd of March, um, they'll be doing a, a whole weekend focusing on what they're calling their global gathering. The gathering will see 240 plus brewers from 22 countries including in the UK, Cloudwater, Magic Rock, Vocation, Gypsy Hill and Northern Monk, release small bunch batch one-time beers that will be used to raise um, 500 million and that will then be invested into projects that they will hope they will hope impact on the lives of 100,000 people through clean water projects in Malawi uh, where they do the majority of their work. I mean, well, that's, that's a fantastic cause, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because I mean, Brewgood have been going for a few years now. I think, actually, the first time I came across them properly was when we did uh, one of our impromptu recordings because of the trains with Half Pint Gent at Brewdog and um, any well regardless of the numbers of people that they help whoever they're helping it's got to be a good thing oh, access to clean yeah. water should be a bare minimum yeah. so brilliantly well done yeah but I'd, I'd encourage anybody over that weekend or in the run up to that if, if you see any of these global gathering beers to, to absolutely spend a few a few pound on one of them and, and and hope that you know some of that money works its way through the system and yeah. gives back yeah, it'd be brilliant wouldn't it yeah it'd be brilliant you're enjoying that old ale aren't you i, I am you're, you're enjoying the um the, the, the poco Loco. i am i mean again it's one of these nice things about drinking cast beer in the pub that i thought about it at the start when we spoke about it and I'm about a good coming up for a halfway down without thinking about it again, but knowing that I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. And that I, if someone said, you know, if they ran out of the other 11 cast beers and this was the only one left, I'd go, yeah, I'll have another one. Oh, well, yeah, I'll help you finish that cast. Yeah, yeah. it is. Again, it's what cast does really well, being really well balanced, really well, very drinkable and a truly sessionable oh, strength. Oh, absolutely. And great that it's from a local brewery as yeah. well. Yeah. Pretty sure that's the first time I've heard of the Chelmsford Brewing Company. Yeah, 
there's been some other various names to one or two Chelmsford Brewing Companies. It's sometimes hard to keep track of who's yeah. doing what because we have brewery names and trading names sometimes. Yes, yeah. But I do, and it seems to be very peculiar to this area as well, which is a bit odd. Yeah. So decent beer though, and it's the sort of beer that here in the Owl House will go in a couple of days. Yes, and the Owl House will always have local beers. So the fact that they can get good local beer from the same city that they're actually in. It will sell. Yes. That will go. Yeah. Um, we're going to jump kind of almost towards the end of the show now because n- normally we'd, we'd, we'd come into this after opinions. Yeah. But as, as we said, it's a bit of a different show for us. Um, but obviously we've had uh, a lot of feedback o- over the past few episodes that we didn't really have the chance to go through uh, on Opinions 100. Well, after three hours 15, I think everyone's quite happy about that, to be honest. I, I think so, yeah. Um, and, and this show in itself is our gift back to people for listening to that. Yeah, apologies for the, our gift <laughs> yes, uh, you get a shorter show from, from us this week um, to balance out the, our net result being the overall get two-hour show still. Yeah, um, but obviously, as always, um, we really value all of the feedback that we get from our listeners. So we, we do like to go through the feedback. So that, that's what we're going to do right now. Let us know. Write it down. Let us know. Write it down. Let us know your thoughts and bitter in lingerness. Write it down. We're going to start off with uh, some feedback from the end of year show. Yep. Um, so first up, Will Watkins at Dry Your Beers. Uh, super end to the year and thanks for 12 months of entertainment. Still annoyed I sent you the better bottle, mine. <laughs> uh, and I think that means he's referencing the already mentioned 120-minute IPA. Yeah, yeah. I don't think his bottle was quite as tasty as ours. No, ours was tip-top. Yeah. Uh, from North Coast Bottle Share at NC Bottle Share, the lads were fairly hammered at the end of the latest episode. I thought they were going to get teary at the end, looking forward to the next two shows. Oh yeah, we did. We just cut that bit out. <laughs> the skill was in the edit. Um, Adam Johnson at Maybe Not A Fad, uh, just caught up with this one, puzzled but very honoured to even be nominated as number one fan. Maybe most annoying fan would be apt for me. Uncrulia, well done, uh, deserved winner. Prove, providing there are no clashes with the date, I'll see you in Brum for the summer sesh. Well, hoping there's no clash with the date, it was lovely to see you on the uh, Crimbo Crawl, Adam. Indeed, yeah. Um, and then finally, uh, on the end of year show, from Jake at Jake Penny 91 listening to the end of year show and to echo what was said about the Mad Hatter beer, they really were a brewery that produced beers that were exactly what it said on the tin. If you were lucky enough to try their tzatziki sour, you'll know what I mean. Many breweries have copied this since. They were trailblazers in modern brewing. What is trendy today, Mad Hatter were doing years ago. Can't really disagree with that. They were... They, they... I mean, they were doing some crazy stuff, and whether you actually like tzatziki or sour, they did create a beer which tasted about both had both of those characteristics. Uh, absolutely, which is both bonkers and brilliant in equal measure. And a lot of our peers on on, on other beery podcasts have spoken very highly of that beer very many times. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so thank you very much for the end of the year show comments. However, we also had loads of feedback on Howling Hops episode with yes, Chris. Yeah. As a bit of a bonus episode because it's a bit different for us as yeah. well. And again, partly because of we had a few issues on the night we were recording that one. So from again from Will Watkins at Dry Your Beers. Great start folks. Really enjoyed Chris talking about his approach to brewing hazy IPAs with drinkability. Personally I don't think it's impossible to have a milk shop. A milkshake IPA that works, but 99 out of 100 it doesn't. Elysium by Wonder Beyond and other half convinced me in the end. Just goes to show there's always a beer for someone, yeah. by someone, to convince you otherwise. And uh, from 
number one fan, Sean O'Reilly and Crulia. Another great show. Cheers. Martin was absolutely correct in his comment about mulled beer. Apparently it used to be considered more healthy than cold beer. I've never tried it and I don't think I want to either. Um, well, thank you for letting me know I'm correct. It's probably the reason why I read that one out. <laughs> so thank you, Sean. Keep those ones coming. Uh, from Mark Johnson, craft lover, Mark N. Johnson. Fun and informative chat. Did make me long for a visit to the Southampton Arms. Disappointed my Breton question didn't make the cut, but it probably requires a podcast all of its own. And I probably hasten to add maybe after hours type of podcast. So I presume this is going back to university days. Yeah, we, we had to do some research on what the Breton question was. Yeah. Um, and it was actually, I believe it was the Halls of Residence where Chris Hall stayed when yeah. he was in Leeds University. So I suspect we may have to, if we had any true stories from those uh, times, we may have to change the rating of the release of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, from your boy, Rob Edwards, at Rob Edwards 90 Thoroughly enjoyed this show, guys. Reckon I'll do a Hackney Crawl for my 30th birthday now, which I think he's mentioned a couple of times on Twitter yeah. now as well. So anyone who's in the Hackney area and you see a message from Rob, head over there. It's nice that we've inspired that. Yep. And from Ian Hay, at II Hay. A bit li- late listening to the last show, but just did on a long car journey. Excellent as always, a lovely January bonus. Also re-listened to the 2019 rap just for laughs of the show Descent into Steve trying to keep it together at the end so that must be the beer of the year show Golden yeah, Pints easily yeah, yeah yeah. well they, they were strong beers to, to be fair they were strong beers they, they were very yeah. strong beers yeah um, and then obviously lots of comments about Opinions 100 as well so let's let's dive through these and I, I will just say we've, we've joked about it already but three hours and 15 minutes is a is a lot of podcasts to listen to yes um, um, we did our best that was the shortest we could get it down to. Yeah, I mean, we, we were easily upstairs in the Vic for over four hours. Yes, yeah. Um, but thank you to everyone that, that stuck with it, regardless of how many parts you listened to it in. Glad you all got there at the end. And thank you to all these people for this feedback as well. So first of all, from John Keeling at Fuller's John, and this was in response to a comment from Paul at UNRCD about the um, the picture that we put up of the bottles and two of them being different. Yeah. Uh, John replied to say uh, the bottle was made lighter to save the planet. But couldn't you have made it the same design? Yeah. You could have done. So, yeah, I love the ethos, but the design... I also don't know whether that's 100% genuine, because John does have a bit of a dry humour He does. By the way, sometimes. I'm sure you could have made a way of the design being as close as possible to the original and still try to save the planet. Yes, yeah. So, from Pete at Hops and Hoops, uh, Denali, uh, the hop, is now called Sultana. Read that just this week. Um, That's cool. There you go. Facts. And he did send us a link as, as well to um, a piece about that yes. as well. So I will include that link in the show notes so people can have a read about hops and their development and the, the, the changes of their names as, as well. Next up, we've got Sam Hill at Sam Westhill. Uh, we'll listen late today. A question which you may cover in the episode. I popped into a, the Fuller's Brewery shop recently and the price of the older vintages is very high. Used to be £10 a pop, some are now in the hundreds. Does anyone buy them or are they museum pieces? I think that's a tough one. I mean, yeah, I think everyone knows that. Uh, I don't know, was it 14, 15? Pretty much overnight, suddenly they all change the prices. So I know that I've got pictures and checking to me, either drinking a bottle at the end of a meal or sharing a bottle with friends in a pub. And there was no way it was hundreds of pounds. No. Um, I will, I won't buy one for hundreds of pounds. I, I won't. 
and I'd probably be even more reluctant now having done our vertical tasting if I'm being honest yeah because we found the older ones maybe weren't yeah. quite there didn't we yeah so whether there's that, sorry go on. yeah whether that means they've still got more to go or they've gone past it's hard to know because all their all the beers are slightly different so it's a difference the vertical tasting we did of still napped which is the same recipe year on year these are different recipes year on year but the 12 and 13 definitely had more of that a little bit of an aged mm-hmm. quality to them but that being said about 18 months ago we shared one from much further back for michael's 18th birthday the 2000 was very good which had aged beautifully yeah. so I'm, I'm just wondering if they're at that awkward stage of aging where they're still just settling down or becoming teenagers finding what they are yeah so they're they're Beforehand, they're quite nice, they're quite happy, they're at, they're at primary school, now they're turning into teenage, we need them to, to get to adulthood. Yeah, and just chill out again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, let, well let's see, and, and again, I'm sure plenty of people do have them, so it would be quite interesting, but it's still a lot of money to part for a 500 milliliter bottle. Yes, yeah, indeed. Definitely. Yeah. Um, cheers to many more episodes to come from Steve Longdon, at yeah. Steve underscore Longdon. A lot of people had fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, excellent show chaps the 195 minutes flew by thank you very much Neil Hayden a brilliant showcase of what the show is all about and having Rich on the show was an inspired idea Um, it was was Rich's own idea to be honest he wouldn't let us use the Vic without coming on the show without being involved yeah he's a damn diva that guy he insisted on it Um, from Mr WP at Right Heart Lane just finished this great podcast thanks for reading out my question and answering it keep up the good work we'll do our very best we will do our best uh, next up we've got Dr Rob at Kaya Forest uh, beer at Steve Nouveau <laughs> best episode ever I think, I love I think that. that was you at the end <laughs> yeah. wasn't it yeah. that's when words were starting to get difficult <laughs> uh, Bob Maxfield at Bob Maxfield thank you for the shout out for the Midlands based episode got myself proper stress to make it good and probably my last hurrah for promoting Midlands scene great times including the ra- random appearance of a white rabbit I don't remember the, what's the white rabbit um, I that's, mean, I'm thinking that's about reference the... to because I stayed with Bob that night and randomly there was a pure white rabbit in his garden when we woke up the following morning just sat there in the middle of its garden okay because when I saw that I was thinking I was trying to work out a reference between that and Monty Python. No, it was it was an actual thing that happened. Oh, okay. Um, Bob, we had a, a fantastic day in the Midlands that day. We will do our best to carry on promoting the Midlands as and when the opportunity arises, because we both love going there. Summer sesh, hopefully we'll see you in Birmingham. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. And Sarah too. Uh, Luan Brew at Luan Brew. Happy Opinions 100. It's one of the, of the few pods that I listen to as soon as an episode drops rather than sitting in my queue of unplayed stuff. Now dying to open some of my Fuller's vintages. Congrats, fellas. Looking forward to the next 100. Oh, there's a target. And be careful what you wish for, Lou. <laughs> yeah, God knows how we're going to top, top <laughs> Opinions 100 with <laughs> Opinions 200. Um, Guzzler at lagging underscore boat playing catch up with the podcast I've just finished the 2019 review loving the sound of 50 beers for 50 years I've got my bullseye coming up in the next few years so I might have to nick this idea hashtag opinion yeah he seems quite keen on that one doesn't well, he well I've already copyrighted that so it's my idea and only I can use it oh come on you're going to share aren't you of course I'm going to share um, Craig Henderson at the MCR Smoggy just over two hours in now opinions 100 really enjoy listening to the look back at some episodes I've heard and some I hadn't as I've only got into the craft beer last year and found you guys at Opinions 87 I've now got a lot of episodes to catch up on okay very 
welcome to the podcast. Enjoy and good luck. Yes, there's a <laughs> lot to go through. A it lot. starts off in the 45 minute range <laughs> and then rapidly gets bigger. Um, from Richard Swindell, so Rich Swin, really enjoyed the epic show, guys. Made my morning yesterday, literally. Well, yeah, true. Uh, here's to 100 more. Another one who wants 100 more. What's the matter with you? <laughs> Be careful what you wish for, <laughs> folks. Uh, from Discombobulated at Discombobulated, finally made my way through the podcast and in only three sessions of this podcast in only three sessions. Love listening to the changing vintages and the calming vocals of Rich Taylor. What? what? Keeping it all flowing nicely. Yes, I mean, thank you, Rob, for your comments. And yes, again, thank you, Rich, for both taking part in the podcast, but also hosting us in the room upstairs in the Vic as well. Yeah, in, in, indeed. And, and there was a lot of love for Rich yeah. as well. So Gregor at Gregor J just finished listening. Great episode. And Rich Taylor was a fantastic addition. Here's to another hundred. Again, careful with that. Yeah. And from um, Mark Johnson, Mark and Johnson. Thanks very much, Rich Taylor, for considering that show a highlight. Really pleased to hear that. And you were great to listen to on the episode. Yeah, because uh, Rich really appreciated the uh, smoked beer episode, he didn't did. he? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. well, thank again. Thank you very much for all the comments. I'm not even sure that's just all of them. There's, there's, well, there's two more that, that aren't on your list. Oh, that, so, that were, were, were so we have additions. breaking news earlier, and now we have stuff I've been told about. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. So one of them, Paulie G at Can I Get a P? Uh, I know I'm about a week late, but happy 100 hep episodes of opinions. I nearly did it again there. Um, I've met some of my closest beer industry friends through this show, and it has been at the centre of fried chicken fueled adventures amongst other memory memories here's to the next 100 um, I, I can really appreciate that one from Paul because I met Paul through the show I've shared rooms with Paul at Indie Man we've, we've drunk lots of beer at Indie Man and, and it's great to hear and I, and I feel like that as well I've met a lot of friends oh, we both through, have now. through this, uh, me through and, this show me in the three and a half years yeah it's one of the highlights and then one final comment um, and I loved this and it really t came out of nowhere and I wasn't expecting it at all. Um, congrats to you and Martin on the 100th episode. Good to see my mentoring of you and all things podcasting paid off. Also, nice work on the vintage hours. I still have mine from 13, 14, 15 and 16, I think. And that's from Mark, who I used to do the podcast with. Oh. It, was, it was really nice of him to, to get involved. So cheers, Mark. Thank Thanks you, Mark. For that. This, this doesn't happen without you two starting it. No, no. But um, yeah, everyone wants another 100 episodes, mate. Seriously, that's about another three and a half years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> um, so what we're going to do now, just as we finish this point, we, we are going to start wrapping this up because the, the pub's filling up. Yep. It's getting busier. There's a lot of background noise, which we will apologise for. Um, but we're, we're going to just try and but, wrap things you know, up every, a little Every uh, BB podcast has tried and failed, tried and succeeded <laughs> to record in a pub with varying degrees of success. We never want to be in a pub which is deadly quiet anyway. No, no, absolutely not. So let's um, let's just jump forward and, and have a look at some of the things that we've got coming up this year, some of the things that we know we've already got booked in. So we've obviously already spoken about the trip to Budvar, yeah. which we're very excited about, and there will be as, as a show as, as a result of that. And any questions? Well, I think we've already put it out on Twitter by the time the show comes out, but please get in touch, ask questions you want to know, of the people who work there, of Budvar, of the history, what's coming up, throw the questions at us. Yeah, because we love that. We love yeah. it when you guys get involved in the discussions. And Josh is ready and primed because he loved it the first time round. Yeah. Um, 
what else have we got coming up? So the next show, the next, the next, not the, no, no, not the next show. We have a home show. We have a home show, and then and we then, have a. And so then we have the first a, show in March. So the first show in March, we have got a guest, and we've got Nat Watson of Beer with Nat fame, and many other things to do with beer. Um, and I've been lucky enough to meet a few times, and has come in and done a. Beery, beery stuff at work with me as well. She's going to be um, our guest in the first show in March. We record. Yeah, really looking forward. Yeah, to that looking one. forward to that one. I always, I always love recording with other podcasters because they kind of know the cues. They're, they're easy to work. Oh, with. I don't know. There's a couple of podcasters we recorded with last year who started tapping the table. That's that's very true. Actually, yeah. Luke and Andrew. Um, one of the other guests we've got coming up, uh, booked for I think towards the end of March, yep. beginning of April, is Real Owl Limited. Who are 15 years old this year? They are 15 years old this year, and we're very much looking forward to going over to one of their shops and chatting with them about how they've seen beer change in 15 years. Well, but bearing in mind they started with their name Real Ale Limited, the reason why they started like that. So, again, I think once we get closer to the time, we'll ask a few questions about how, yes, for yeah. people to ask, you know, how has that scene changed? Would they even think about changing their name perhaps in the future? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep you informed of that as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll always be asking you guys for questions, so please don't ever feel shy about sending us questions, uh, even if it's questions that you just want us to cover on the show. We, yeah. We've got a few of those kind of stacking up now, but we will... But, uh, but it's always good, they will always get used. Yeah, and we will definitely get to some of those questions in our next show yes. as, as well. Um, that's all we've got booked in so far this year. Yeah. We are hoping to have a bit more of a balance of guest hosts, recordings elsewhere and what we call yeah. our home shows and we'll try to well. if we can because obviously we have to go with logistics sometimes of guest availability and also when we do our recording in London availability um, at my workplace as well but ideally we'd like to break up the guest shows with our our usual studio bound yeah. shows anyway so because that's where we get to cover some of the good listener content yes well, exactly yeah. well. and our beer adventures which we tend not to involve do so much with the guests because yeah. they're a bit not quite the same they're a bit too much us, us yeah so aren't, aren't they? that's generally what we've got coming up next episode Steve next episode we are going to be looking at serving measures and sizes so we've already asked one poll uh, yeah. uh, about thank this. you for all the responses uh, we've got another poll coming and then we'll be recording the, the thoughts of everybody on those two polls our thoughts and kind of giving our ethos a little bit behind where we're going with this yeah. so a lot of people particularly around the poll that asked is 568 mils too much a lot of people got a little bit upset that we were saying a pint is too much well no one, no one said it was too much we asked the question yeah is but we'll, we'll discuss our ethos yeah. and we're once again recording at Vic yes as, as well because uh, we've had to move things around because of the trip to, the, the, to the trip. yeah but you will still get a show we will still be recording and hopefully we can anything we've missed this time around we can cover off we, as well we can pick up now we uh, probably need to finish our pints yes. and get ready for our fifth bottle share fifth birthday, birthday bottle share I can't believe just briefly that five years ago we were in the same place one table away from where we are now yeah with of who comes tonight probably at least six of the same people yes from that group and it's, it's we're going to start another year and the thing when, when you actually break it down in numbers as, as well this is number 61 number, it's our 61st bottle consecutive bottle share we've, we've never missed no so the, so although individuals and even the great Clayton has for 
very, very good reason has had to miss one or two over the last year. It has always been the first Tuesday of the month. We missed one Tuesday because it literally landed on the 1st of Jan. And the, the, the pub was shut. And none of us could get here. Yeah, so we had to move it to the second Tuesday yeah. in the month. Other than that one, they've all been at the same time. So, you know, it's quite astonishing. I mean, at some point, I'm surprised that Steve hasn't got a spreadsheet going, how many people have actually been uh, that's a tough one because people come and go. Yeah, that's what I mean. You might meet someone once who have introduced themselves to you. You then have 11 or 12 different beers and forget your own name, let alone other people's names. That's what I mean. I mean, yeah. I wonder how many. We must have had over 50 people easily. Easily, yeah. Over yeah. the course of five years, with some regulars who've now moved away, with some regulars who are no longer, you know, that much into the scene, and people who have come in. I reckon you put it 50 different people over that period of time. Yeah, but ev- every single one of those, I still consider, and as I'm sure everyone else will, part of our Bottle Share family and have, have been part of that yes. journey. Yes, yeah. And I am, I'm properly looking forward to our, our fifth birthday yes. to, to tonight and to, to the year ahead because it's a, it's a great little group we've got here. And if you are listening and you are from Essex, we are an open group as well. Come along. First Tuesday us. of the month, Bottle Share official kickoff time is around about seven. Roughly finishes between half nine and ten, but usually someone will be loitering around the bar from about half six onwards. Yeah, and you can always uh, hit up me or Steve to find out a few more details. Absolutely, and and that's the end of the advert for the Essex Bottle Show. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's finish our pints. Um, let's say once again thank you to all of our listeners for for, for getting involved. Uh, if you do want to share anything, use the hashtag opinions, and we'll be back very soon. See Cheers. you soon. So I say.